back for another exciting episode of The Spicy Life. I'm your host, Spicy Mani, and joined with me is the beautiful host, Dr. Ali. Hello. And uh, you haven't seen us in a while. Yeah. Uh, we took a little breaky break. <laughs> Everyone deserves a sabbatical. Yeah. We had a detox and decided <laughs> that we are ready, full throttle, to bring you an amazing show. And we're going to kick it off with talking about uh, whether Prince Charming really exists or not. Right. This is in honor of the royal wedding, which no. the entire planet like stood still. I think it was this like last Saturday or something. I don't yeah, know. so much went on while we were gone. It was <laughs> the whole Meghan Markle like obsession, especially with here in LA. Like people are dying over the fact that a local black girl and literally and married a prince. Literally a prince. She mixed. She mixed. Shout out to my mixed girls. Hey. <laughs> had to give the, had to there, give you the there you go. There you go. But uh, what's amazing, and I, I know it, she's she's actually getting a lot of backlash from our people just because they're saying that it's amazing that a black woman is becoming a princess uh, or a duchess, mm-hmm. but that it's not going to change anything for their personal lives as a black woman. So although they may have internalized it as like, wow, this is great for her, what is it doing for their lives as far as, um, you know, us getting additional benefits in life, you know, yeah. based on the color of our skin. You know, some people are saying, well, that's not really happening. But regardless, can we just be happy and celebrate for a moment that we have a black duchess and uh, she's going to be running things. She's a, a princess in my life. <laughs> I don't care. She's a duchess of Sussex. To me, she's a princess. End the story. But I, I, I can see both sides of that argument in, on the respect of like, like, a lot of people were saying even about Barack Obama being president. Like, well, what did Barack do for me? I don't have no money in my wallet. My taxes are lower, blah, 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 blah. Actually, they are. They are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, well, they're going back up now. Yeah, but, now. It turns out. But I, I, the way that I look at it is just the optics, just the representation. So little black girls, because I think it's less so an issue for us in America because they're not our royal family. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have royals. We have presidents. Yeah. You know, but for little British girls who are, you know, mixed race or African-American or African or, you know, or island looking up to one of the royals and having that royal look a little bit like them, I think could just that's change the way they maneuver through their lives, yeah. right? And because and, that's how we learn. We learn through watching other people do things. And then we're like, oh, if that person can do it, let me see. Can I kind of do it like them? Can I kind of maneuver like they did? And we learn through experience. And so she's experienced something that no other black person, or at least the royal family has never admitted yeah. that anybody was black. They may have hooked up. <laughs> But marrying, that's a pretty freaking big deal. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure they've had someone in the lineage at some point, because let's be real, the Moors came <laughs> quite some time ago, so everybody in Europe was a little black. But <laughs> everybody got a little bit mixed up. Everyone's got a little thumb right now. But um, I, just, I think that that part of it is um, will change a lot, maybe a lot of British girls more so, or women in Europe. Maybe not so much us here, but I think there's a lot of people who are super inspired by it. Well, I also, so I was a huge fan of hers from the TV show Suits. And so I had already fallen in love with her on the show. And then to see, and I found out about even, you know, the Suits, the show, from uh, one, another podcast that I listened to called The Read. And they were shouting out another character on Suits. And then when I saw Suits, I saw Meghan Markle. And I'm like, dang, this is a fly girl. She's gorgeous. Little did I know that, you know, me being like a television fan was going to eventually... You know, I would see her getting married to royalty. I mean, it's incredible. You know, you don't know who someone's going to hook up with. So, (laughs) um, I love that during the wedding, she brought the entire cast. Like, she invited everyone from her cast 
to come, you know, um, it's kind of like inviting your entire team, your coworkers, yeah, <laughs> to your wedding. And it really reminds me of, are you familiar with Princess Grace, like Grace Kelly? Oh yeah, Grace Kelly. Literally married a prince. Yeah, that's true. And so I feel like it's kind of like the same story. Like we have this actress yeah. who's living this jet-setting life who's falling in love with a prince. And it's like, are we in the wrong industry? <laughs> should we have been actresses? Right. Should, I, should I have been an actress? What am I doing wrong? Uh, but I really, you know, and I don't know, I don't feel like I'm connected to Prince Henry's personality. I mean, I read about him in the media and I saw him on television, mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily know even what their relationship looks like, if that's even relationship goals, where I just feel like I've heard more of Barack Obama, like I have seen their interaction, how they talk to each other. Um, I don't have insight other than, you know, their interviews for Meghan Markle and mm -hmm. Prince Henry, but um, I do think that, you know, she set herself up to marry a prince. Like, you but know, did she? she? Well, she's divorced. She's almost 40. She's old, like she's older, she's divorced. She, she like was super feminist. I kind of feel like, like did she really set herself up? Like I feel like if you accept the offer oh, okay, okay. of a date okay. from a prince <laughs> and you make sure you kind of have a squeaky clean track record, they haven't, um, you know, brought us any, we haven't seen no nude photos or uh, any menage a trois have popped up or surfaced yet. So I feel like she and didn't Google it. Yeah, make it or the dry now. We'll Any see. sex tapes? I don't see I'm wondering. But I feel like she was, you know, she she held herself to yeah. you know whatever high standard. You know, the first marriage didn't work out, but majority of Americans remarry. And so I don't know how many have been uh, royalty that have gotten multiple divorces, but the fact that he still wanted her even after and a lot of um, women after divorce feel as if uh, their their worth has been lowered. Mm -hmm. Similar to women who sometimes have children, they take it as, oh, now I have baggage, or, you know, I'm broken, or somebody didn't want me. Now I have to explain that when I'm out dating. And, you know, what I always tell people is, no, didn't work out the first time, but you learn from that. Maybe you were young, you know, for whatever reason that relationship didn't work out, but now you have a clearer sense of what you exactly. want. And she raised her standards. She got her prints. And it brought the better. Because what kind of frustrates me about this is like this expectation that a woman's worth lies exclusively between her legs. Ugh. And it exists in her virginity. And so the idea of a woman being divorced is that it gives people the impression that she's tainted because she's not a virgin. That's not she's married. Or she has kids. Like she was tainted. She's clearly not a virgin. And it just really frustrates me that it's this like ancient belief that just doesn't matter. Multiple. It's old school because it had it existed because there wasn't DNA tests. And if you weren't a virgin, your husband didn't, and you got pregnant, your husband didn't know if that was his kid or someone else's kid. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that you were a virgin helped him know that the kid that he's belonged raising belonged to him. And it's yeah. like, but that doesn't matter anymore because now we have DNA, we have science, you can look at a kid and know if he looks like you or not, because you understand genetics. Are father. Right? We have Mark, <laughs> Murray, Mari, whatever that guy's name was. Murray Marge. Marge, Marge, Marge. <laughs> We have that, you know, so it's like we don't need to have these old, archaic rules that make no sense. We've held on to these beliefs for no, for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. And that's what really irritates me is with so many women walking around feeling so... Yeah, so as if they fail. Horrible. Yeah. And it's not true. You made a mistake. You didn't choose the right person. You hopefully learned from that. On to the next. On, on to the next. We've all chosen wrong somebody. I mean, we've dated someone. We've, you know, committed to somebody at some level, and it just didn't work. And... I don't. I think it's unfair that people are constantly re, like reminded and punished for it because they decided to walk down an aisle. 
You know, unless you yeah. really get frustrated with me. So go on, Mabel. And uh, this other like, can us? Can we all be princesses? Um, I want the reason too. I wanted to talk about Prince Charming. Does he exist? Um, clearly, he does for Megan. But <laughs> but for women in general, I think that growing up. There was this idea that I'm gonna marry Prince Charming. I want, you know, from Beauty and the Beast to The Little Mermaid to um, what other movies are there? Aladdin. They even tried to turn Pocahontas into a princess, even though we know the story of Pocahontas was mm. very disturbing. Mm. It was not a cute story. Mm. But yeah. But yeah. So there's this idea that like this man's gonna come along and save you. Yeah. And that if you hold out long enough. Or you stick to your guns, you know, this Prince Charming will come along and, you know, whisk you off your feet. But there's a lot of things that you have to do on your own prior to any man coming and no man's going to rescue you first off. Uh, Megan's clearly not getting rescued. Yeah. I think one of the things that Prince Henry probably loves about her, is it Prince Henry or Harry? Harry. Okay. So I, did I say Henry earlier? She did. Um, <laughs> and Allison being nice did not correct me. Um, <laughs> Harry Henry... Halitosis. The oh, they're all the same. Okay. Yeah, the prince. Uh, <laughs> aren't they like brothers? Or Henry just doesn't exist. Harry and William. Anywho, probably why I was not chosen See, to be a prince. I cried when Diana died, so I've been uh, mm-hmm. I've been following my my uh, my on uh, my uncle's wife, whom I love, is from London. And so she was really into Princess Diana, and so when I was a kid, I would I wanted to be like her, so I was also really into okay. Princess Diana. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Well, Prince Harry. <laughs> I digress. Um, but the um, point that I'm trying to make is that we're holding out for this, you know, man who we think is going to be Mr. Perfect, Prince Charming, as society would, you know, state. Mm-hmm. But does it exist? Does does Prince Charming actually exist, or can you mold Prince Charming? Yeah, I think it's about like forming realistic expectations because I can imagine, like I'm clearly not a man. I've never been a man nor wanted to be a man. But if I was a guy and I was dating and a woman expected me to kind of be this everything, I feel like that would be a little overwhelming. Ah, yes. Wouldn't you, I would imagine like I have to now come on a horse with armor and a sword and I have to slay dragons and wake up from the dead. I mean, sensitive to all of your feminine oh needs. <laughs> That's what girlfriends are for. I mean, and then make, I have to make all the money. I have to be gorgeous. I have to have, you know, six-pack abs. I have to be charming and, and care about her day. This is just a lot so of things. Sensitive yet strong. <laughs> it's a lot of things we expect from, from people, like, from an entire gender of people. Is it unrealistic expectations, though? I, I think that, I think so. And I think that, like you were saying, you get it from these fairy tales. Mm-hmm. From the time we're kids, we're told about Bridal Rose, you know, Sleeping Beauty, Tangled, you know, the, the oh, hair. Oh, yeah, Tangled. That was a good movie. <laughs> and that's why I liked Brave. You know, Magda. Oh, Brave was good. She did her yes. own shit. She was like, I don't want to be a princess. I don't want to wear these dresses. I don't want this crown. I want to run the forest and hunt bears. Like, <laughs> I really resonate with her. Like, I just want to hunt bears. I don't want to be a princess. <laughs> Pressure and and I feel like it's it's part of the the frustration that men and women I think have with one another because yeah. this whole men are from Mars women are from Venus experience is that we we have different we don't necessarily I don't think always communicate differently but we have very different expectations you know men expect women to be these virginal people drop down from heaven 
and we hover above the ground and never touch earth and never go to the bathroom yeah. or burp or do anything. And provide oral <laughs> sex at their <laughs> leisure. And then we want them to be these <laughs> We want them to allow us to have their credit card and go shop whatever we want and we still need sensitivity and strength and That's we want it. to be able to cry on his shoulder. That's it. Um, we want to also go to work but also be at home all the time. Right. <laughs> I see a lot of women that have these expectations of, uh, I want a man for companionship so that I can do X, Y, and Z with him. You know, I want to share this time with him. I want to share this experience with him, which I get very important. Part of intimacy is sharing. But the fact that once we do get him, we forget about our friends. We cut them off and all of a sudden it becomes about him. We get wrapped up in him. And then things don't work out, and now we're like knocking on our friend's door again, like, "Hey, I'm back. Not sure, you know, uh, if you noticed, but like, can we hang out again?" And part of the reason that you probably broke up is because you needed to have some passions of your own, some hobbies of your own. You are a woman who loves independence. I love independence too. I like a good kiss goodbye, and you know, sometimes I won't answer just so that you wonder what I'm doing. Like when my husband calls, I'm like. I'm busy right now. I still, I still make them wonder. That's how we keep it spicy. That's it. <laughs> spicy <too. laughs> but like, even with um, your husband, you have he's traveling right now. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be gone a long time, you know, yeah. out of the month. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I got business to get. I got something to do. You're on some boss, some boss ish. That's it. Because <laughs> I think, I think there's also something about like having that space like you said making him wonder kind of like what you're doing and because sometimes you get into that mundane just like it's just every day like yeah. okay you're awake at 6 30 and you kiss on the forehead and he leaves and it's the same thing he comes yeah. home for, it's just the same thing every day and it's like there's nothing exciting about that you gotta mix it up a little bit Spice it up. but like also too the different things that he brings to the table uh, you know, you've heard of the 80-20 rule where at least, you know, the, your partner needs to be 80%, 20%, you can kind of like, is will room yeah. for you to work with. It's the same thing when it comes to partnerships. Uh, I, I think of them as like vitamins. And so you have somebody who can be a multivitamin in your life, but then if someone can't be that multivitamin, well, there's still other supplements you can take. There's vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin E. And you can get those other nutrients from other people in your lives. I love that. Yeah. I, I love Did you get my analogy? Metaphor analogy. Whatever it is, we are neither of us are English professors, but whatever it is, I love that because this is exactly what it is. You can't expect this person to be one hundred percent of everything. They can't be everything. You know, eighty percent is still so good. But you're right. Like if your man isn't a big listener. He doesn't want to hear your day because maybe his day has been mm-hmm. too much for him and he just has to decompress. Then you just call your girlfriend. There you go. Find a friend that can talk to you. Maybe you call a guy friend that you can talk to, you know, that you guys agree on, you know, clearly don't right. be emotionally cheating on your partner. But male friends are healthy. Though. Male friends are healthy. You know, and especially if you and your partner, you know, are comfortable with that. But I have some guy friends that I definitely talk to and when I have had a bad day. I don't always bring it to my husband, but eventually I do because, you know, I yeah. want for him to be in a good space. Yeah. You know, but that's such a good like that's uh, that's just beautiful. The beautiful. you just mentioned right now male friendships. Mm-hmm. Why is it that when we get into relationships, we feel like now we have to cut off our male friendships as women, and that the man has to cut off his female friendships when he gets into a relationship with us? Is that because we're nervous that he may fall for them, or you know? But don't you think that that him having friendships is important? There should be a healthy balance. Absolutely. I think that if you had a friend coming into a relationship, you should never have to abandon that friend unless the friend is toxic 
or wants to dismantle your marriage or wants to do something that's like just harmful to a healthy relationship. Because you do have friends that sometimes see something that you don't see. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to weigh it out. Like if your man's hitting you and or doing something or your woman. Yeah. You know, and, and your friend's like, nah, this isn't okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not the friendship to dismantle. But I think that just happened a lot, and I think it is kind of a level of insecurity. Yeah, it's a cute, yeah, it's definitely you know? scary. Because, like, my husband has a bunch of girlfriends, friends that he's had for years, and some that he hasn't. He has, yeah. some, he has some new female friends. Oh, he just you made. have a lot of security. Yeah, because oh, yeah. you, what he, you know, one of his amazing hobbies is he's a photographer. Like, his photos are. Oh my God! They're like, like drooling. They're phenomenal. And so and they're all naked. And they're all beautiful <laughs> women. And I'm just like, like I think I would be lesbian if I was like shooting these women all the time. But you know, he's not going anywhere. You trust him wholeheartedly yeah. to not do anything with these chicks. He even has a work wife, like a legit work wife, like a new, and she's new. I mean, like since we've been married he got this job and she is amazing i'm not gonna mention her name but i absolutely love her we've all gone to lunch together yeah and i just i love her i mean and i think he needs to have somebody at work that gives that feminine energy Mm. that supports him that makes sure that he like when he's frustrated this is the person he goes to when she's frustrated she goes and talks to him yeah and you're 100 yeah comfortable with that uh one thing that and i and you know, my husband has female friends as well. When we were dating, he had female friends. The one thing that I will cut you over, and which it probably doesn't apply to you because you're so much more liberal than I am. Um, staying friends with exes that you have slept with. That is a hell nah for me. You are not allowed to ever be in the company of a woman who you have ever been inside and not tell me. I need, a, I need an immediate report if she's even in the same room. If you're like at the coffee shop and she's there, like you need to be texting Oh no. Her. <laughs> Hello, babe. Yeah, so this chick that I used to talk to is right there. I need to hear, I need to know. Because I don't ever want to be on the outside of a secret that you're sharing with somebody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so if we're in the same room or if you're maintaining a friendship with someone and you don't tell me that you ever slept with that person, I'm going to lose it. Because yeah. if... Yeah. It's not 100% platonic. I need to know what the dynamics of that relationship is. So just like you would tell me if you entered into a business investment with, you know, a business partner, I want to know what your relationship was in this intimate setting or in this relationship. I want to know what all people in all your life are coming with. And, uh, yeah, my husband doesn't have any friends that he's left with. I'm like, it's nay on the friends A, but you hit A. So, I mean, but that's like my rule. Every single woman has their own exactly. rule. Exactly, and nothing's wrong with it. And it's not because I think he's gonna slip up and get back inside here, but it's just I don't want you sharing any memories with someone in constant communication that yeah. you used to hit. And I respect him the same vice versa. I even tried to tell him when I was in the company of a guy before that I slept with, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to hear it. Yeah. But I was like, well, just because you don't want to hear it, you still better report to me when, 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 you, when you're with her. <laughs> I'm gonna make the assumption that I think most people are in your camp. And agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. I think I totally, I totally agree. Um, so I, of course, I'm a little whatever because I feel like you're more open-minded. You're just, yeah. you, but also like I come from such a small culture, which your husband comes from the same culture, but he didn't go to an HBCU. Yeah, that was also you know the same religion, and so it's just a small group of people, and so it's just like you can't avoid some of the, <laughs> you just can't avoid some yeah, of like the some relationships. People, some friendships are gonna cross over. Yeah, they're, they're just kids. kind of everywhere all the time because the community is so small. But I, I agree in that, like, I probably shouldn't be, like, kikiing with any of them at night, like, sitting on the phone, like, <laughs> you know, and I, I definitely don't do that. If I encounter somebody at, like, church, a church-related event, a school-related event, it's like, hi, how are you doing? But you're 
definitely with yours. You're, I mean, you, you, I love the dynamics of, you know, your relationship and where you guys are. My husband thinks I'm crazy, so he doesn't necessarily agree she's with it. She's spicy. She's spicy. I'm passionate. She's spicy. He doesn't necessarily agree with it, like, in, in my reasons, but because he loves me, he obliges. Like, he's like, okay, this is your thing. Where he has his things that I oblige that I think are ridiculous. I think that is so important, too, because going back to, like, the whole Prince Charming thing, it's like, it's about compromise. Compromise. Nobody comes perfect. You know, it's about, like, so if he shows up on a brown horse, are you just going to say no because it wasn't a white horse? You know, it's like you have to compromise and be okay with things. It's like if your partner has some areas and you don't really agree with everything, as long as it's healthy, it's like, okay, I won't talk to girls that I used to sleep with. That's a reasonable, that's a reasonable request, I believe. Yeah. No? It's not, no, it is reasonable. <laughs> I'm like, it's a reasonable request in my mind. I can yeah. understand how people say like, oh, well, that's a legitimate friendship. There's nothing yeah. between us anymore. But I still can't get with that. Like, I still have this rule about it. It's, it's still a mess with me because I'm like, wait. But you know what she looks like naked. You know what her walls look like. And you know what they feel like. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. But um, back to expectations, though. Jada Pinkett. And uh, she referenced something the other day about expectations. Expectations on, she has a new uh, talk show on Facebook. And it's called Red Table with her mom and her daughter. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And it's, uh, what she, what, I'm going to quote what she said. Expectations will steal the gifts that are sitting right there in front of you. Mm. Mm. I believe that to be true. Because you work with a lot of clients, I have a lot of clients, and they will tell us what they're expecting, you know, and how they're measuring up people, especially this relates to relationships, and what they expect, you know, this person to come with. You should know what you're looking for, but if it does not meet every single expectation, you will constantly be disappointed. Because like you said earlier, nobody's perfect. So there's gotta be some wiggle room when it comes to what you can work with, what you can't. You have to have your boundaries and your values and those need to be met. Mm -hmm. But if he's not bringing you flowers every week and you have that expectation, well, maybe he's giving, he's doing something else for you. Maybe he's not, you know, giving you, giving your love language of gifts, but maybe he's doing acts of service or maybe quality time, you know? So expectations will leave you single is my point. <laughs> and you know what else I think? I think it's also about like understanding the difference between things that you want and things that you need. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people get things confused. Like, yeah, it's nice if you're exactly. that flowers. Like, that's a great add-on. But you need him to be loyal. You need him to be a good communicator. Absolutely. You need him to be in love with you. You know, it's like you don't need a washboard stuff. <laughs> You don't need to be six five. You don't need to be six well, you five. You are five four. You know. <laughs> so I think I think that there's a difference, and I think that like because a lot of people get caught up in a lot of the the fluff. It's like well, he's you know his hair's too short or his hair's too long or he I don't like the way he walks or this and that and that mm -hmm. or she whatever you know. And I think that we need to really focus on the things that really matter and prioritize. You know some of the other things mm -hmm. because you can fix the way a guy dresses. You can fix the way a girl speaks in public. You can you can change these things slowly over time, just by spending time with somebody. Yeah, you can. And you know, some people you can. I believe in working. So I do believe in the potential of someone. What you can't create are different values and change somebody's like moral compass. Mm -hmm. But if you don't like their scent. Get him some new cologne. If you don't like, you know, if his teeth aren't, you know, get him some braces. 
Done. Um, <laughs> there, Invisalign, there's a new Invisalign brand every day. I don't know, I don't know how my, my, my Instagram has discovered that I was in some way, shape, or form interested. Because you Google it. But it is everywhere. <laughs> it, once you Google something, it instantly is popping. I was looking at yoga pants the other day. All of a sudden on Instagram, I'm getting yoga pants um, popping up. All day on the right. Yeah. All day on And then I'm like, well, maybe you should. At first I thought it was a sign from Jesus. And so I'm like, I knew I should buy these yoga pants. Um, but clearly that's what they want us to think. Um, <laughs> but to uh, Dr. Ali and my point, they, you know, when it comes to expectations, you know, really assess whether these are deal breakers for you. Yeah. Because you could potentially passing up on somebody who would be a great mate for you and really fulfill a lot of your needs. Maybe not every single want, but some of the wants you can provide for yourself That's it. and That's other it. friends. Get your vitamins from elsewhere if this person can't necessarily satisfy every single one. But one thing that I like to do is ask you know, people, okay, so you say you want this and you say you need this, hmm. but what is the actual thing that you're seeking from that? So if you tell me, well, I want him to bring me flowers every week, hmm. what are you seeking? So what that tells me is that you're, that you're seeking kind gestures showing that he is sacrificing or that he's being thoughtful. Okay, well, if you're looking for somebody to be thoughtful, what if he's not showing that in flowers, mm -hmm. but he's showing you thoughtfulness in remembering to bring your favorite shift home? Exactly. Can you supplement the flowers that you saw, you know, in you know the television show or in the movie? One thing that I tell people is that when they tell me that they want something and they tell me that they need something, I like to assess what they're seeking, what mm -hmm. they're actually wanting from that thing. So if they're saying, you know, I'm looking for flowers, you know, every week. That's what my expectation is. Okay, well, why are you expecting that? What are, what's the deeper meaning for this flower expectation? Like, yeah, it's romantic, but what are you really seeking? And at the bottom of it is usually like kind gestures of thoughtfulness. I'm seeking him to, you know, uh, be considerate. If you know something that I like, I want to know that he's paying attention and deliver on that thing. Mm -hmm. Well, can you do that through other things? Can you do that through other exactly. things? that maybe, you know, he's thinking of you, you know, he knows you like your chips or he knows you like, you know, coffee from Starbucks or, well, we don't support Starbucks anymore. It's coffee bean now, but you get the point. They don't burn their beans anyways. I have been off. So. <laughs> and they don't discriminate against us. <laughs> coffee bean only. Um, but, you know, the, the, you know, real reason behind, you know, what that person is seeking because they may be able to get it fulfilled in other ways. Exactly. But, the real need underneath the want. The real need underneath the yeah. want. That yeah. What is it that you're actually trying to fulfill from that expectation? I think that's so deep because I think people do that in a lot of areas of their life too. You know, I'll have people coming to me talking about like how upset they are. Like, for example, with like, I can't lose weight. I'm so upset mm -hmm. about like my body, my body, my body. And then you really get down to the crux of the issue. Mm -hmm. And it's really they feel unaccepted. Like they're not accepted by people. They wanted, you know, love from their mom and their mom would always, you know, talk about their weight. And mm -hmm. so they feel like if they lose weight, their mom will love them. Mm -hmm. And so what ends up happening is those two things aren't really connected. Right. They're connected in your mind they because of things that have happened. They just told themselves that, but those two things really have nothing to do with each other. And so you can be as skinny as you ever could be, but it's not going to make this person that you've got was going to love you, love you. And so you're always going to be frustrated. Right? And so if you don't understand Preach. what the actual need is, then you're never going to really have it met. And so if the need is for, you know, you want someone to do kind gestures for you because it makes you feel loved, 
like everyone has a need to be loved, but there's a, like you said, there's a million different ways to different feel ways loved. that they can show it. Yeah, you know, it's it could be them bringing your computer to you because they realize that you were looking around the room, kind of lost, and they yeah. knew where it was, and they're like, I love you. Here's your computer. You know, so you didn't need him to go out and buy you, you know, sixty five dollars worth of roses. <laughs> <laughs> well, my other point too was like, why is it that you know we have this expectation, which is an unrealistic expectation, mm-hmm. um, that Prince Charming is wrapped up in treating us this specific way mm-hmm. when it comes to gender. My whole thing is women are raised to be a certain way. It's socially constructed mm-hmm. the way that we behave. So are men, but nobody is teaching them romance as they're growing up and what's mm-hmm. going to turn us women on and what's going to get our panties wet and what's going to make us fall in love. Sure, dad says go out and make money, son, if daddy was even there. But no parent is really setting their child up to be able to woo a woman's heart. That's so true. So they grow up and then we're like, oh, well, how come you didn't know that I wanted you to, you know, whisk me off my feet or, you know, to plan romantic dinners for me and this and this. And I'm like, because nobody prepared him. Like, that's not, that's, men aren't thinking like that. So guess what? You might have to put it on his calendar, uh, you know, dinner at first station tomorrow night. At least he's taking you. <laughs> women, men, train your kids, train your little boys how to be romantic. Because, like, I think the thing that I hate the most that we do with our kids is like a boy will push a girl on the, on the playground mm-hmm. and the first thing a person says is, he must like you. Oh yeah, because he's roughing you up. <laughs> Pardon me? Like, so so I'm now supposed to be comfortable as an adult with my husband shoving me to the floor? Like, there's nothing okay, okay with okay if you were little, but not an adult. You know, and we set, I think we set ourselves up, you know, and so you're right, like we need to be teaching little boys, like, no, you're gentle with ladies and you're gentle with everybody. Don't be mean to anyone. If you like someone, tell them you like them. Be yeah. communicative. Show her you like her. Make her a card. Pick her a flower. You yeah. know, bring her, you know, help her carry something or don't help her carry something if she doesn't right. want that. Like ask her what she wants, you know. Consent, because that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> big deal. <laughs> Very big deal. <laughs> don't just grab her books, ask her if she needs help with them. Right. She might not. But that's all up for you, though, because you'll see, and I'm sure you've gone on dates with guys, mm-hmm. where they know, okay, let me open the door, let me walk on this side of the street, mm-hmm. let me, you know, make sure that I pull your chair from underneath you. I mean, some people would see these as old school, you yeah. know, chivalry um, behavior, but somebody taught them to do that. My point is about the teaching. It's like if your mom or dad didn't tell you, or another woman didn't tell you, because a lot of times we get trained from previous relationships. So if you don't have a lot of relationship experience, you may not know everything you need to do either. Let's talk about that. But the one thing I will say, I love my husband. I love the baby. <laughs> one thing he doesn't <laughs> do that kind of makes me a little like worried, anxious. He never stands on the side of the road where the cars are. Never. Well, it's like if he's already there, then maybe. But normally, like like I whenever I'm on that side, I'm like, Aaron, can you get over here? And he's like, <laughs> And he's basically like, my reflexes are fast. <laughs> I'm like, why is he relying on these ninja reflexes to get me out of the way? And he eats into car coat. He's gonna be like, yeah. I'm saying you're like, what is what, what do you think? But at least he has an answer for it. He's like, no, I got you. Or like, but that's funny you ask him. Yeah, I'm like, or we'll walk by like a like not, no shade towards people who are homeless. I have you know plenty of friends who have been homeless in the past, but sometimes there are some homeless people that are kind of wild. Yeah. You know some of the people who are like mentally ill, and I'm kind of like, can you get over here? Yeah. And he's like, no. He's like, I got you. <laughs> they know better. Don't worry. <laughs> and, and I guess it makes sense, but I, sometimes I'm kind of like, mm, you should be like. 
Because he, well, he's not nervous, but you are. Yeah. So he's like, I'm confident in this situation. Exactly. So you're the one tripping. Exactly. But you do want to feel like he's Prince Charming and he's coming to the rescue, or at least he's pretending to come just, to the rescue. Just pretend. Yeah. I tell my husband to do it all the time. <laughs> pretend like you care. Just do it. I need it right now. <laughs> You'll get really good at pretending like you care when you get into a serious relationship. Trust me. True. But that's funny that you said that though because a lot of... So, you just said right now, you will tell your husband, can you get on the other side of the street? Like, I want you mm -hmm. to make sure you're on this side and you walk on the sidewalk. If a woman goes out with a guy and he does that like first date or second date and she doesn't really care for that, she might ding him for that yeah. and he not get another second chance like to go out with her because she's like, oh, well, he didn't meet my expectations of chivalry mm -hmm. and really could have been something that was corrected if she just told him. Exactly. And that's why I think so many people miss so many opportunities because they're, they kind of created all of these hoops that are constantly moving and on fire and get smaller and get larger to kind of project people when I think that you should really be focused on like welcoming people into your life. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not going to be in your life as a partner forever, mm -hmm. but maybe they're going to function in some capacity in your life and I think it shouldn't so much be about excluding, but it's about maybe figuring out how this person works and how this mm. person fits, you know? How they fit into the puzzle piece. Yeah, you know, because I think that, yeah, we, like I've worked with a lot of people and I feel like they're just so focused on like, no, you know, he didn't get this degree and he has a kid already and he has, and I'm like, but you guys aligned on so many like yeah. other emotional areas and you like excluded him because he had this one thing. Right, or she had that she, one Yeah, thing. and I'm like, and sometimes it's frustrating because it's like you can't, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not always like, well, you have to, you know, try it again. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, I don't know what to say to you now. Sometimes I'm just sitting there like. What's funny too is, um, Sexual attraction or sexual chemistry. We did a whole episode about that before. Mm -hmm. If you haven't had a chance to check out our episodes, go back to you know the spicy life on YouTube spicy and check out that episode. But sexual chemistry was a huge one. And oftentimes, what I hear from people is even with expectations, is like, oh well, he didn't really you know make me feel sexually attracted to him, or you know, I don't feel like we had that sexual chemistry. And guys will just say the same thing, you know, and eh, I've seen hotter, or you know, oh she's not really my type. Well, those expectations of what you thought you were going to end up with or what you think that you belong with, you haven't even, you're not looking past, you know, and the person could be attractive, yeah. just not what you have told yourself exactly. that you deserve, you know, the, the supermodel. Uh, you could potentially be missing out on someone because you haven't taken the time to get to know them. Mm -hmm. And the more that you get to know that, that person, I kid you not, will literally grow in their attractiveness That's to it. you. That's it. That's so real. The more you love someone, the more you... Like, you see more beauty in them every single day. When, and then also, let's be real, like, you change, especially with women to men, like, we change the way they look over time. Yeah. We, we, we you know, oh, yeah. slowly all the ripped t-shirts <laughs> from college disappear. All of a sudden, he's using crust strips. <laughs> crust stripping yes. in the morning. And, you know, like, wearing new socks and new clean underwear, you know, around the bowling undies. Yeah. All the, you know, so you'd be surprised, you know, how people transform both in your mind and actually. Yeah, for sure. And, and you can, you know, I mean, you do take on, you know, your person as a, as a, as a semi-project, but you have to be open-minded to it because if they have, you know, the basis there, um, you know, there's no reason for you to give that person, not to give that person another chance and at least, you know, develop the relationship more. And to your point, like, yeah, he may not be your husband. She may not be your wife, but this relationship may potentially be a great friendship yeah. that could exactly. introduce you to your potential husband or wife. 
Um, but to Gina Pickett's point about like expectations, you know, I, when it comes to expectations and you know you being not able to live in the moment mm-hmm. and appreciate what you have, mm-hmm. you will literally be left alone because you keep holding out for Mr. Prince Charming or you know Miss Prince Charming. But there's only one Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. So <laughs> you can essentially, my Harry, um, if you, the potential is there, you can create your own prince or princess. Listen, I do believe so. I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, like, all of my closest girlfriends are, um, like, my close girlfriend circle, we're all married. Um, and I would say that we all, like, have things that, you know, we, we, obviously love about our husband like I think the 80 20 is really it like yeah. but you notice like there's little things here and there and you're like okay let's well I'm gonna work on this I'm gonna work on that and it's always like the minor stuff yeah and it's like it would sadden me if any of my girlfriends didn't marry any of these like because I think all of their husbands are absolutely wonderful yeah and it's like it would sadden me if someone didn't marry one of these guys or wasn't or these men wasn't a part of their life because of one tiny thing like his outfit's aren't this or you know his outfits aren't that and it's, I just I totally agree with you yeah trust me I've seen some friends make over some yeah. guys and I'm like yeah. oh okay and even men too I've seen men clean out some closets and you know change you know change uh, a woman's yes. look up awesome. real quick um a guy will have you like dyeing your hair real quick ladies uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do have some grace coming in though look I'm doing I'm doing the hair appointments every three weeks now to cover up these grays that I've been getting since 18 oh and as you see I'm doing my Alicia Keys today too no makeup she's super doing I know, like, super shiny. gorgeous no no she is gorgeous. definitely like, definitely shining on she folks. has freckles and I love them but never seen them before. can we talk about really quick your encounter with um, the princess of porn oh my god <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> so yesterday so today we were filming we film on Thursdays Yesterday, Wednesday, May 23rd, was officially Stormy Daniels Day in hey, West Hollywood. Stormy gets a Stormy. day. That's crazy. Yeah, she got the keys to the city, and she did like a book signing. Once again, we're in the wrong profession. We are. <laughs> I have not. I've gotten the keys to anything. I barely have the keys to my own apartment or a car. Bare, oh, barely, barely. I even know where they are right now. <laughs> but um, and so I had the opportunity to, to meet with her. How was she in person? Like, was she? She was super sweet. Super sweet, cool as hell, but she was like about her business. Okay. Like I would say she was about her business. We were we were not BFFs because yeah. she was busy. Like I couldn't just sit there and be like up underneath her, like, hey, we're in a club. Mm-hmm. Let me scream in your ear for an hour and a half. But um she just seemed really sweet, really open to people. Um I, I was just so excited to have been in the presence of someone who literally has changed the world with her vagina. You know what I'm saying? Like literally the pussy that launched a thousand tweets. Like she is the pussy that messes with billion dollar dick. Like, <laughs> like it's just it's just amazing. So wait, is Trump Trump's a billionaire? He said he's a alleged until I see his tax returns. I believe alleged nothing. billionaire. Okay, alleged. I believe nothing. But um, but yeah, I just I think that it's just really spectacular that um in this time we're really seeing this huge shift toward feminine energy mm-hmm. and this shift toward feminine power and i think that you know you know i'm sure a lot of people judge her for the career that she's in and whatever i because i honestly don't know a lot about her history like a lot about how she got to where she is and i'm sure people judge her. people judge everybody for everything everything you do is judged at this point so it's like let her live well my whole thing is there's a lot of us out there that are getting it in for free 
At least she's getting hers, and I know that sounds horrible, but yeah. we have slept with a lot of men in our day. I'm not gonna tell you my number count, and don't have anything to show for it. Like, at least she has made a well, you know, financial established career yeah. from, you know, the, and, and a lot of, you know, so yeah, she's had a lot of conquests or whatever, um, and got paid to do it for the public eye. But it's not our place to judge. It's not our place to judge. Everyone has a different path, and everyone's path leads them to where they end up. And, and now she's in politics. She's in the city. Literally, the woman <laughs> is in politics at this point. I mean, she, we could see President Stormy. That she, I, that she never thought she was going to be on CNN every single day. Like, that, I'm sure that was not, you know, when she first laid down on that bed, um, you know, the <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she was not setting herself up for a political career. I'm here for her. She is. Pretty much lead, and you met her lawyer too, yeah? I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying nothing about oh. that. I don't know nothing about that. But <laughs> we believe the fifth. <laughs> no, but um, honestly, she just seemed really, like, wickedly smart. She seemed totally on top of everything, sweet. Oh, she seemed really like, smart. She seemed really smart. I mean, I think you, you also, you really have to be, if you're like, because you're, she's marketing herself. Yeah. Like, every single moment, she's marketing herself, she's pitching herself, and so I'm just, I'm here all day for Stormy Daniel. I'm here, Stormy Daniels. I'm here all day for the Meghan Markles. Like, I'm tired of judging women. It's exhausting. Everyone, we just need to stop judging each other and just accept each other for the beautiful things that we we have, the beautiful things that we are. Like, I don't care if you're divorced. I don't care if you're working in the sex industry. I don't care if you've done whatever you've done. Love yourself. Love other women because ultimately, you see. I mean. Um, who was it that just came out with an, and some eight women were accusing him of sexual assault today? Wait. Um, um, I, I don't want to get the wrong name. I don't want to get the wrong name. I haven't been, uh, getting my news alerts. Okay, um. Accusing him of sexual assault? Morgan Freeman. No, not I know, Morgan! I know, I know. I can't speak on it. I don't know anything. Oh, I don't know anything no. about this man. But it's like, women, all we have is each other. You know oh, what I'm saying? Not like, Morgan. I know. But I love me some more. I know. And I was reading some like Twitter this morning I about it. That one. I know, it just happened today. And one one woman was saying, like, yeah, it may be surprising that Morgan Freeman is doing this, and everyone might be like, oh my god. But you know, when men read this, they need to understand that like this is why women are always on guard. This is why we're always having to be cautious about calling people too late or being out in public with a man in the wrong place at the wrong time because you never know what can happen. And the reasons we're so hypervigilant is because we kind of have to be, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, so women, we need to be supporting each other. And if you see something that doesn't look right, a man isn't treating a woman right, be with your sister. We are sisters, you know? So. Dang, I need to read this whole story, but I just, I don't like the blame thing either of blame, you know, well, what was she thinking? She should have known better, you yeah, know? No. Why was she there that late at night, you know? Serves her right. Well, no, I should be able to live my best life now doing what I want to do without having to be afraid of putting myself in a compromising situation with somebody attacking me or forcing me to do something that I don't want to do. I don't care if I'm standing on this table butt-ass naked, but the person next door that comes over here does not have a right to touch or do anything without my permission. Unless I'm Stormy Daniels and you're writing me a check and I say, put it in, you don't get to do anything with my body. That's it. And I think that people forget that and like people are still even as they're listening to this as they're watching this saying well you know but if you put yourself in a situation you put yourself in a situation but one thing my my husband said this in one argument and I loved it 
He said, so what if you park your car outside of your house? Mm-hmm. You leave it unlocked, you just forgot to lock it, and you go inside and you come back and someone stole your car. Mm. Or someone stole something out of your car. Okay. Is it not a crime because you forgot to lock your car? It's still a crime. It's still a crime. It doesn't matter. And, and a lot of people, I, think, I don't think anyone would say, no, it's not a crime because you didn't lock your car. I think everybody would say, yes, if your car is stolen, no matter what you did, no matter where you left it's it, it's a crime. But when you talk about a woman's body, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I was laying in the bed naked in this guy's house, and he raped me. Was it really rape if you were there? Well, ultimately, it's my body, and I get to do whatever I want with it, and you have to respect it because it doesn't belong to you. So you're telling me that your car is more valuable than my actual person. Mm-hmm. Than the experience. Than Just because the car doors are unlocked doesn't mean that I'm trying to welcome you to test my door out and try to see if you know it's open or not and you steal my stuff exactly that doesn't make it okay exactly my body is my body however your car is your car <laughs> <laughs> however if i'm laying naked on your bed at your apartment late hours after a club or something like that he i know that he's gonna think that i'm about to give it to him because mm-hmm. that that's a cultural norm too so that needs to shift there. Yeah. Well, but, um, but I do think that if she's laying naked on his bed and has either communicated with him that she wants him or that she desires him, if she does not want him, she also needs to say like, no, I don't want you. And that's and then she needs to be able to just lay naked on his bed. Yeah. And that's why I, <laughs> I love speaking. That's why I think the consent conversation is so important because it's like, it would be, it would all be solved by the simple question of, do you want to hook up? Mm-hmm. And if she's like, sure, then you hook up. Or do you want to have sex? No. Okay. You know, and, and I think that I think that that's a simple, you know, and just being okay with her saying no. Being okay with her saying, I'm not comfortable with I'm this. not comfortable I with I changed my mind. Because guess what? We do it all the time. We go to Target, we go to Nordstrom, we're taking stuff back. I changed my all mind. The all the time. We have a right to change our mind. Exactly. And so I think that that hopefully is something that we're going to see from this kind of women-empowered time. And they talk about like the social evolution of societies. And when technology increases, we have less of a need for physical safety. Mm-hmm. And when we need more physical safety, we need men more in society because we're smaller. Yeah. Or we're not as physical. You know, not as physical as men are. But now that we have locks and cars and keys and guns and police officers and all of these things to protect us, we don't necessarily need all this brute force. Mm-hmm. I mean, even our military, it's drones and you know, oh, yeah. tactics, everything has changed. Women can fly a drone just like a man can fly a drone. Mm-hmm. There's not necessarily a whole lot of difference. So it's not necessarily boots on the ground, you know, you're going in needing manpower. And so now we're seeing this more, more of a shift toward intellectual creative things, which is kind of a more feminine um, like social concept. And so it really is time for women to be taking up. Like the future really is female. So I'm here for my men. The and future is female, but I still need a you know a man to Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Look, Cardi B shout out right. You <laughs> still like us a men though. But the future is women and, and to that, you know and you just made me think of something that you're absolutely right. I have been that girl that has been laying on that bed and change my mind. Yeah. After, um, and I have to, I have to sympathize because any woman that we have a right to change our minds. Um, I know you just spoke about technology right now, but I have to go back to the sexual. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. Change my, pulled it out. I saw that it was too little. I decided to take a rain check and never came yeah. back for that check. Yeah. But I had a right to get up and be like, you know what? I don't want this. I know I was laying here. I know that I might have seemed like I was inviting, you know. Mm-hmm. But I changed my mind. 
And had he grabbed me and forced me, right? Like, it, that could have very well happened. Yeah. I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, dang, I have changed my mind while I've been like on something in bed before. And was like, nope, it ain't happening. Yeah. Um, and I have a right to do that. I have the power. That's I have it. a right to do, do that. It. And I should be able to feel safe and comfortable saying, nope, I'm good, no thanks. Just like a man has a right, if you're in bed with him, he can say, no, I don't want to do that. And I actually encourage men easy, to say easy. no more often. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. I mean, if you want to. If, if, if a girl, if you and a girl are on a date and you let her know before the date, like, you know, I'm not going to pay for this date. You have the right to say no. You have the right to not pay. And then she has the right to come or not. You know, so I feel like, you know, consent is a, is, is for all things. Everything. It's you not, know? Yeah, it's not just for that. You're absolutely right. Because I don't want to rape a guy's wallet either. And so, you know, <laughs> take his stuff. You know, so I think, I think that it goes, it goes both ways. And I think as a society, it's time for us to be more accepting of what people want to do and people don't want to do. And we have to realize that it's not... Like the world doesn't only revolve around us mm-hmm. and our needs and our wants, and sometimes somebody else's wants are a little bit more important than ours, especially when it involves their body. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh my God, it's like such a big deal. But, but to um, your yeah. um, to your main point, the future is feminine. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me started on the science that is showing that the Y chromosome, which is a chromosome that makes you a male, so women have two X okay. chromosomes. Y chromosome. Men have one X mm-hmm. and one Y. And how they're actually showing that over the generations, the Y chromosome is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. No. And theoretically, in like a million years, it might not exist. Wait. <laughs> I don't know what that means at all. The male that... chromosome? Yeah. Okay. It's smaller. So that's crazy. That reminds me, if you guys haven't had a show um, like on Netflix or on television to check out, okay. if you have the Fire Stick or if you have Hulu, you can watch uh, The Handmaiden. The Handmaid's Tale. I can't watch it. Please, please watch, watch it. it. You guys have to watch this <laughs> yeah. show. I don't know if I mentioned it to you before, but if I have or not, you gotta watch this show. Infertility has taken over the world. Mm-hmm. Have I told you to watch this show? I've watched a few please episodes. Please watch the show. There was a scene that just really was uncomfortable for me, and I just it's I couldn't. all uncomfortable. Yeah, I couldn't but, watch it. I can't. I don't like watching rape scenes. I, I can't. I can't. I just. I can't. I honestly can't. It makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, well, it's a really I can't watch good it. show. Yeah, if you can, you guys, I'm recommending the handmaid. Yeah, um, I've heard it's amazing. The broken fire stick. Um, <laughs> it's a lifesaver. Uh, but <laughs> I'm addicted. I can't wait every week to see this show. So yeah, that's my spicy tip recommendation. Go watch the handmaid and so. Interesting. But anywho, okay, that concludes our show. You have just been spiced, you guys. You can play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at spicy Mari. Allison, where can they find you? AllisonHicks.com, Allison Hicks on IG, Allison Hicks everywhere that is spelled A-L-L-Y-C-I-N-H-S-E-K-S. Okay, and there you go. You guys have just been spiced. Oh, make sure you watch other episodes too. Let's